about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Hello and welcome to another week of All In. My name is Art Cardos and we get together every week to talk about getting all in with the Lord, staying all in with the Lord, and perhaps increasing our chances of being all in with the Lord. You know, right now, as you look around yourself in this country, you may feel a lot of different emotions. You might be feeling sad. You might be feeling like um, <clears throat> tired, weary, uh, forgotten. I'm not sure how you feel, but I want to reassure you that God has not changed his position. And God has not changed where he is or who he is. Nothing has changed. But actually what is going on right now, and I, I believe that the Lord is giving and doing things in the earth that are causing us to be able to see really clearly the darkness that is around us. I think uh, a lot of us in this country did not even assume or realize the height, depth, width, and breadth of the darkness that was trying to envelop us who are believers, but also those who just live in this country. So a lot is going on right now, and uh, a lot of darkness is being revealed. And for those who are in the Lord, all we need to do is stay in the Lord and understand that God is about to transform and bring this country into a rebirth through revealing darkness and bringing forth his word. Now, remember, the main objective for God is to bring forth the word. The word was with God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And then after he left, after the Word uh, was, was uh, lifted off this planet, came back, restored, and gone to heaven, then it's up to you and I to proclaim the Word. And the Word was put together in writing in the book called the Bible, the stories of all of creation, all the way through to his disciples, and here we are today. And you might be asking yourself a question. You might be saying, what is my role? What role do I play today? What is my role in how do I do what God wants me to do to bring forth his word? So, having said that, we're here today in the early part of December, very early, and I believe, for one, that we are about to see many miracles transpire over the next month. Now, how do you fit in? That's the important thing. How do I fit in? What can I do? Where can I go? What can I say? Um, and how can I be a part of bringing forth the kingdom of God, into this earth. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. 
Thy will be done on earth as it already is in heaven. How can I be a part of that, sir? I'm reporting for duty, sir. Show me what to do, and I'm willing to go. So with that being said, let's start off with um, reading a scripture here. And I'm going to read a lot of it, actually, from Isaiah 61. I know a lot of times I will jump from scripture to scripture, and I know you need to read it all in context, and I, I understand all that, but God's Word is pretty consistent. What I love about scriptures from all different places in the Bible that don't contradict themselves. They they confirm themselves. So I'd like to see that blend. I know a lot of people, oh, they get very upset about that. You want to read it all in context and let's not get it out of context. Well, the Holy Spirit won't let that happen because the job of the Holy Spirit is to reveal the knowledge of what's contained in God's Word. And so we need to, yeah, read it in context. I agree with that. But I also agree that God can give us words and put them together and give us messages. And so today, though, I do want to start off on Isaiah 61 because this is where Jesus, this is where Jesus read from when he got up, when he was asked to speak in the synagogue. Um, and, uh, and he stopped at a certain point. And I'm going to read it, but I also want to read beyond that because Beyond it is where we are to pick up and where we're picking up our lives right now. And what we're in is known as the latter rain. The latter rain. We're preparing here for the return of Jesus. I didn't say he was coming tomorrow. I said we're preparing. And there's a lot to do. Oh boy, heaven is excited right now. You know why? Because the opportunity to save and win souls for Christ is going to explode like it never has before on this earth. That's right. And it's all going to come out of freedom to speak the Word of God and freedom in this country. So let's start off and read Isaiah 61. I'm going from the New King James Version. Um, so Jesus gets up and he opens the book, and he begins to read here. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And that's where he stopped, because that was his part of the mission. But then it goes on, and it says, And the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness. So often God refers to us as trees. Trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. 
So we're going to go through this, but I want to keep reading it. And they shall rebuild the old ruins. They shall rise up the former desolations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the desolations of many generations. Strangers shall stand and feed your flocks. And the sons of the foreigner shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers, and you shall be named the priests of the Lord, that they shall call you the servants of God. You shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory you shall boast. Instead of your shame, you shall have double honor, and instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in your portion. Therefore, in their land they shall possess double. You will possess double. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery. For burnt offering I will direct their work in truth. And I will make them an everlasting covenant. Their descendants shall be known among the Gentiles, and their offspring among the people. All who see them shall acknowledge them, and they are the posterity whom the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. For he hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness, and the bridegroom decks himself with ornaments as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its bud, as the garden causes the things that are sown in it to spring forth, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. Okay, now, the part that Jesus played, he read. And I'm going to go through it. Then I'm going to read our part, because our part is now. Our part for for this whole earth is now. And we have to do our part. So right now, Jesus read, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he's anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. Now, what are good tidings to the poor? Someone's poor, and you pat them on the head, and you say, Oh, have a nice day. That's not a good tiding. That's a joke. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Feed them. Help them. Jesus said he preached good tidings to the poor, and that would mean that he would say, you don't have to be poor anymore. There's God's kingdom has come. And in his kingdom is a way that will deliver you from poverty. It will deliver you from poverty. So I'm here to preach good news to you, poor people. You don't have to be in debt to anyone. You don't have to be poor. God is go- God, not the government. God is going to bless you beyond your wildest dreams. He has sent me, Jesus, to heal the brokenhearted. Are you brokenhearted over things? Did you give up because you feel like you just can't get ahead? 
or did you have a great suffer a great loss in your family or a great loss somewhere that you're just broken hearted you're broken you're broken and Jesus came to heal the broken hearted so if you say I'm accepting Jesus and don't accept the healing for that then you still haven't fully accepted him now let's let's go on to proclaim liberty to the captives. Well, there's all different kind of captives, right? There's the ones that are captive in jail and things like that. That's coming up here in another verse. But there the captive is captive to to the flesh. Captive to this world. Captive to a person or a a group or you're in captivity. You're not free to do what you want to do. There are people who live in this world, in countries where they're not free. And we have been blessed in America all these years that we have been free to preach the gospel, free to believe. But there is a group, there is a force right now at work trying to take that freedom away. It has tried for the centuries, but this is the big move right now, trying to take away the freedom to worship, the freedom to worship the way you want. It's okay for them to worship the way they want, but they don't want you to preach the Word of God or the name of Jesus because that is offensive to them. Yet we, as Christians, have tolerated and allowed anyone to to celebrate the religion that they, or, or belief system that they have without condemning them. That's the beautiful thing of America. But there are groups of people that are saying, no, it's offensive. If you talk about Jesus and my son or my daughter hears that, I don't want that. Therefore, you don't have the right to speak that anymore. That's what's being fought over in this country, the freedom to speak about Jesus. It's all about Jesus, guys. You know, you can think it's about other things, but it's the freedom to preach the gospel. So... To proclaim liberty to the captives. Well, to the captive, the liberty is knowing that you don't have to be captive anymore. You can be free, and Jesus will deliver you. And the opening of the prison to those who are bound. Now, how does that work? Well, if you can preach the gospel to someone in prison, and they will dig into the gospel, the gospel, the Word of God, will deliver them and get them out of prison. Oh, yeah, it's been done hundreds and proven, hundreds of times. But someone's got to preach the gospel. Someone has to go in there and do it. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Well, what's the acceptable year of the Lord? The acceptable year of the Lord is when all debts were forgiven. So he was here to proclaim that all debt was going to be forgiven. Well, there was a huge sin debt that was forgiven when Jesus went to the cross. He did it all. He delivered us from sickness, from poverty, and from eternal death. He did it all for us. That was his mission. That was his part. Now we're going to go on. And we're going to read what happens next. Because after Jesus defeated Satan, took him down, went into the pit of hell, and destroyed the power, the yoke that he had over all of us, 
Now comes the good part. And the day of vengeance of our God. Do you think God is going to have vengeance on his enemies? Oh, yeah. And we are in the day of vengeance. Not, it's, it's not, um, when I say vengeance, I'm not talking about retaliation in the sense of, of, uh, revenge. We're not talking about that. We're talking about an all just God who's judging darkness, who already judged it. He came down, he judged Lucifer in heaven, threw him out. Then he had to send Jesus into the earth to defeat him and threw him out, took away the power. But the people who don't know that it, the power was taken away are still living as captives. So Jesus came to show you how not to, how to get free of him forever. But God, in the day of vengeance of our God, we are in the day of vengeance of our God right now to comfort all who mourn. So if you're upset in your mourning, turn to the Lord. He wants to deliver you right now to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes. So if you have feeling like you're down in the dumps and in the ashes, he wants to convert it into beauty. That's God. That's our God. That's what he wants to do. The oil of joy for mourning. He wants to give you joy. He wants your mourning to stop, to give you joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And he wants joy. If you're not joyful, you're going to have to have a talk with yourself and find out why not. And you can't blame it on someone else. It's not someone else's fault that you're not joyful. You need to get delivered. You need to get delivered from the evil of this present world. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Now, do you have a spirit of heaviness? Heaviness. We're feeling all that's going on in this world, all that's going on in America, all that's going on because of the election, all that's going. You have that spirit of heaviness? The garment, how do you get out of that? You put on praise. You praise God. Oh boy, thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Thank you for today. Thank you for my family being protected. Thank you for your blood that you shed for all of us. Thank you, Lord, that you delivered me from being a captive. Thank you that I'm no longer under the poverty curse. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. So if you are carrying a spirit of heaviness, you need to start praising God. That's how it works. You need to praise the Lord, and you need to start praising Him all day long. Matter of fact, right now, you should be praising Him that America is free of all the darkness. Praising Him. Thank you, Lord, that darkness has been revealed. Thank you, Lord, that this country is free. Thank you, Lord, that we are a free nation under God and that we will remain free. Praise you for that. I praise you for that I all day long. You want to do something powerful? Do that. Praise the Lord that this country is free. Stop mourning. Stop the mourning as if you lost something and start praising God. The praise is the power. That they may be called trees of righteousness. So if you're going to start praising God, you will be called a tree of righteousness. You are no longer a tree that's rooted in the evil. 
you are a tree of righteousness. You have the righteousness of Christ, the planting of the Lord. In other words, God planted me here. He planted you here. Start praising him that he may be glorified. Go and read this. This is all Isaiah 61. Planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And they shall rebuild the old ruins. So, who's they? We are here in the earth. You're here at this time in the earth. And if you're here at this time in the earth, it's because you have a job to do. You are part of rebuilding old ruins. Getting back the real heart and soul of America and helping to put it together. They shall rise up the former desolations, and they shall repair the ruined cities. Well, who ruined the cities? And who's been ruining the cities? The darkness. The darkness. The self-selfish. The self selfless people that the self selfish people who are trying to steal the freedom from this country and we are going to repair the ruined cities the desolations of many generations strangers shall stand and feed your flocks and the sons of the foreigner shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers but you shall be named you shall be named the priests of the lord they shall call you the servants of God. I don't know about you, but I would like for one to be called a servant of God. Are you being called a servant of God? This is an opportunity for you to say and do things that bring glory to God in spite of what all the rest of the world is saying. Even the media and all around you, stop listening to them and start proclaiming the gospel. You shall eat the riches of the Gentiles. All those out there that are not either born Jewish or have accepted Jesus are now, we're grafted into the, to Abraham through, through the bloodline because of our faith in Jesus. But the Gentiles are still out there. A lot of them have billions and billions of dollars. Billions. Don't believe in God, but they're just called. <coughs> Gentiles. <clears throat> and we shall eat <clears throat> of the riches of the Gentiles. We will. That's right, we will. That money is going to be transferred. One of the biggest wealth transfers <clears throat> is about to take place. There was a big wealth transfer in Egypt when they left Egypt and, <clears throat> and went out. Uh, from there, being led by Moses, and all they gave them all their wealth, and uh, and they left. There was a big wealth transfer. Well, we are about to see a big wealth transfer because the Christians are being separated. The sheep are being separated from the goats. <clears throat> so, are you either a sheep or a goat? I would want to be the sheep, um, and their glory. Okay, so you will eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory you shall boast. So their glory is that they accumulated all this money. Our boasting is in the Lord, because we get it transferred. Instead of your shame, you shall have double honor. Whoa, double. Not one honor, but two. You, if you start praising God and allowing God to have 
his vindication here, you're going to have double honor. And instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. You're going to have total rejoicing. You're going to have a large portion of success. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess double. You're going to possess double that everyone else has. Why? Because you're a servant of the Lord, and you are praising God. Everlasting joy will be yours. That's what it says. For I, the the Lord, love justice. He loves justice. And I hate robbery. Now, he hates robbery. Right now, some things have been stolen. It appears that some things have been stolen in this country. And the media keeps saying it's true. However, God hates it. And he loves justice. So God is about to reveal the robbery. I will direct their work in truth and will make them an everlasting covenant. That's us, guys. Their descendants shall be known among the Gentiles and their offspring among the people. All who see them shall acknowledge them. Hey, you're one of those guys. You you believe in the Lord. You are one of those that are blessed by God. That's what's going to happen. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in God. That's what you're supposed to do. That is your job. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. And I and my soul will be joyful in God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. And as a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments. And as a bride adorns herself with jewels. For as the earth brings forth its bud... As the garden causes the things that are sown in it to spring forth, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. Okay, buckle your seatbelt, because our Lord God is about to spring forth cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. All the nations of God are going to witness the biggest revelation of of God's work at work here in the earth right now. And darkness will be revealed to such a degree it will have to go back into hiding where it has been for centuries. And now we have an opportunity Yes, we, you and I, to spread the praise of God, to stop mourning and to start praising God and thanking God for the resurrection of this, this country, for the, for the total restoration of this country, so that freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom to believe and to watch God at work throughout the whole world which is originating right here in this country, we will be blessed to such a degree that we will finance worldwide evangelism like never before. And that is what's about to take place. We are in that moment. 
Will you praise God? Will you take time to just thank Him and praise Him and become joyful? Chase the mourning out. Do no longer mourn. Joyful. Make a joyful noise. Get, get rid of the heaviness and be, make the joy of the Lord. Thank you, sir. Praise you, Lord. Thank you. And we're going to take a commercial break. And I'm going to keep praising God. We'll be right back. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time. Broadcasting live from historic West Norriton Township. This is AM 1180. AM 1180. WFYL. King of Prussia. Philadelphia. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time. We're back, and um, we're talking about God is about to show us his vengeance. Um, he is a just God. He hates robbery. That's what we just read. And he is a, he, you're going to witness God's hand at work, and it's going to be unbelievably, unmistakably his. You're going to know it's him, and you're going to know a miracle took place. So hang in there, all those who mourn, because it's about to change. <clears throat> now, I'm reading here from Hebrews 10.30. You might say, well, how, why is, how do you know God's going to uh, vindicate his people? Well, if you praise him and you thank him, he wants justice for you. And here in Hebrews 10.30... It says, For we know him who said, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. And again, the Lord will judge his people. Well, he's judging you and I, but a different way. Our judgment <clears throat> comes under the blood of Jesus and under the mercy of God. If we repent and if we acknowledge our sins to him, then we're free from the penalty that's attached to the breaking of the law. But it's not an automatic given. You have to repent. You have to go to the Lord and say, you know, I don't know how to fix me. I don't know how to fix that part of me, but I know it's wrong. And I repent of it, Lord, help me. And you'll be surprised how the Holy Spirit will come on board, strengthening you and showing you a path to victory. I think this year, uh, the word for me, the term for me is the path to victory. Right now, we're watching uh, what's going on in this country, and there is a path to victory. Each one of us has a path to victory. Are you willing to stay the path? Don't quit. Don't back off. Don't hide. Don't be, put your head in the sand like an ostrich and try to hide. But take the path to victory. And that starts by praising God. Here in Isaiah 34, 8, 
it says, For it is the day of the Lord's vengeance, the year of recompense for the cause of Zion. Recompense. Ooh, that's a good word. It's the year of recompense. All that you deserve to receive from God is coming back. Recompense. Everything is going to be restored. 2021. Oh, man. Going to be phenomenal. It's going to be a day of the Lord. The day of the Lord. Here in Joel 2.23, this is where I start to jump around a little bit because I love how the Scriptures just work together. I think when the Holy Spirit had this all written, it's amazing. I know people like have tried to say, doesn't make any sense. Well, they haven't read the Bible, and they haven't read it more than once because it's so, so much incredibly uh, makes sense. It just makes total sense, and it just all fits together. Joel 2.23 Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord. There it is again. Rejoice. Praise God. Rejoice. Praise God. Rejoice. Get rid of the sorrow. Get rid of the mourning. Get rid of it. Get r- It's a demonic gift. You don't want it. Okay, so be glad, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain faithfully, and he will cause the rain to come down for you. The former rain, that was the all of the gifts given to us in the Old Testament all the way through, and then the latter rain in the first month. And we're in the days of the latter rain. The rain that comes under the blood of Jesus, under the blessing of God, and is given to us not because we deserve it, but because Jesus got it for us, and and we are we are going to receive it in the first month. Well, I don't know about you, but for me, the first month is January. So, man, I'm looking for this latter rain in January to be really overwhelming. And the rain is a blessing. You're going to be blessed by the Lord. <clears throat> so that was Joel 2.23. John 14, 13 through 16. And whenever you, whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So if you have gotten rid of the mourning, the complaining, if you are stop blaming others and just start praising God, we, you know, when when God won wars with people in the past, He sent the praisers out, you know, and praising God, praising God. I remember a story, uh, not that I I heard or when I read this, I read this uh, it was about uh, here in Bethlehem, uh, Pennsylvania, at the. Uh, Moravian Church. Uh, There's a Route 378 road that goes down down into Bethlehem. And up on top of the hill where it is now, on top of that 378, uh, there were a group of Indians up there that were about to attack this church, the Moravian Church down in Bethlehem. <clears throat> and they didn't know what to do because they were not prepared to fight and there was a there was a lot of Indians. So what they did is they sent the praisers and the trumpeters, all the musicians, up to the roof of the church. 
and they begin to begin to sing and praise God. And in the process of playing those trumpets and praising God, the Indians took off, that's the story, and never came back. It, they had never heard instruments like that. And it was, to them, it was heaven came to the rescue of this church. And therefore, they, had, they wanted no part of it. And in our case, God wants us to always praise him. Send the praisers out there first. So right now, if anyone's complaining, mourning, and talking down about this country or what just happened, stop it and start praising God that he is going to reveal and turn around every circumstance and every situation. That's how it's going to be. That's how it's going to work. And whatever we ask him to do, he's going to do it. So ask him. That's what he says to do. And then he says, uh, if you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper that he may abide in you forever. That's the Holy Spirit. So you strive to keep the commandments. When you fail, you take it to Jesus, repent. But most importantly, you have inside of you living there the Holy Spirit. Ask him to talk to you. Ask for revealed knowledge. Ask for wisdom to, to what should I be doing right now? What can I do? What can I, one person, do? That's it. That's what we do. Um, for the kingdom of God, Romans, this is Romans 14, <clears throat> 17, verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace, joy in the Holy Spirit. Now, here's the thing. Do you feel righteous? If not, why not? Do you feel peaceful? If not, why not? Do you have joy? If not, why not? They are, that is what the kingdom looks like. If you're operating his kingdom, you're, you're, you're not going to worry about what you're eating or drinking. You're going to walk around knowing that you're in the righteousness of Christ. God's not mad at you. God loves you. You're in his righteousness. And you're going to be very peaceful because you're not at war. You're not at war with God. You're not at war with anything because the Holy Spirit is with you to guide you in all things. And the joy in the Holy Spirit. So you're going to have joy if you praise God. So praise God, praising God will cause joy to come. That's how it happens. You don't, you can't just sit there and say, well, as soon as I get joyful, I'm going to praise God. No. If you don't feel like it, that's the time to do it. You don't feel like doing it. Just praise God. Praise you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you that you died for my sins. Thank you that you thought of me before I was born. Thank you that you came into this earth and made a way out. You know, you could, he could have left us here in this, in this black hole earth without a way out, but he didn't do that. He created a back door, and the back door is Jesus. And he said, just come this way. There's no pressure, and there's no problem. I'll get you right into heaven. How about that? You go Lucifer's way, you're never going to get in. You're going to be under dictators your whole eternity, and that's a long time. Now, God wants you protected. He wants us all protected. 
In Psalm 91, I love Psalm 91. I repeat the whole thing all the time, but right here in verse 10 and 11. No evil shall befall you. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For you shall give his angels, he shall give his angels, charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Do you know? Do you know? that you have angels protecting you in every way? It says it right there. No weapon formed against you. Do you have that awareness? Do you have the awareness that no weapon formed against you can prosper? That every tongue... uh, I'm sorry. No evil shall befall you, neither shall any plague come near your dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over you, keep you in all your ways. But then in Isaiah 54, 17, it says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. You're going to have the power to condemn anyone that comes against you. God will see to it with his vengeance. This is the heritage. This is part of your heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. So God's providing your righteousness. What does righteousness mean? It means being in right standing with God. We all know we fall short of the glory of God. Got it. I got it. You got that? I got it. But now I have to also know I've been made righteous, that I'm in right standing with God because of Jesus the Christ. And I have accepted into my life, into my heart, Jesus the Christ. And I have been made righteous. So you can tell me all day long how I'm a sinner and I fall short and I will say fine. But I'm going to tell you all day long, I've been made the righteousness of God. I am no longer treated as a sinner. I am treated righteous, and no evil shall befall me. Neither shall any plague come near me. No COVID, no plague, no disease, nothing shall come near me. For I, I have been made the righteousness of God, and his angels have been given assignment. We have angels assigned to watch over us and become aware of that. More, we have to become more aware. We have to remember that. Bring them with you. Talk, talk about them. Release them. Dispatch them. Angels, I know you're here. Go on my behalf today to keep my family safe, to keep me safe, and to bring prosperity and keep me joyful. Help me to be joyful in the Lord. Um, Romans 10. Verse 11 and 12, He who believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew or Greek. There is no distinction between black or white. There is no distinction between any nationality, any color. We are all the human race. Period. No distinction. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. The same Lord to all is rich to all who call upon him. So are you calling upon him? 
are you calling upon the Lord in this hour for this country? Are you calling upon the Lord in this hour for your family? Call upon the Lord. Here in Isaiah 55, 11, So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void. That's the Lord talking. His word will not return void. But it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing to which I sent it. So whatever God's word said, if you repeat it and send it into the earth, it will not return void. So what part of his word will you release today on behalf of yourself and your family? Are you dispatching angels and are you decreeing God's word, which never will return void? You have his promise that his word will not return void. What, what more do we need? Speak his word. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. No sickness formed against me shall prosper. No poverty formed against me shall prosper. For my righteousness is of the Lord. But whatever I do will prosper, for I am a tree planted by the rivers of living water. There you have it. Isaiah 32, verse 17 through 18. The work of righteousness will be peace. That means your righteousness doesn't make you arrogant. It just makes you know who you are. And there's a tremendous peace that you bring to everywhere you go. could be a business meeting. It could be uh, just a family meeting. It could be at work, any situation, but you're the peaceful one. Strong, serene, peaceful, righteous. Not broke, busted, sick, and disgusted. Not fretting, not worrying, not trembling, not hiding. Peace. Peace and righteousness. And the effect of righteousness, quietness and assurance forever. You don't have to be rattling off at the mouth because you have that assurance that God is about to turn it around. God's vindication is going to change everything. God Almighty is invoking his word in the earth. I'm excited to be alive at this time because we're witnessing the opportunity for God to demonstrate exactly what we're talking about. And you're going to see it. And for those who trust in the Lord, it's a quiet time. It's a time of knowing that God is making a move. And we're a part of it. That's what the fun of it is. Uh, It says that um, my people will dwell in a peaceful habitation, in secure dwellings, and in quiet resting places. So all that noise out there that's been riling up against this country and everything they don't like is about to be vindicated. Not by you, but by God. 
he will shut them up. And it's going to happen. So, all we need to do is trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not on our own understanding. Here in 2 Corinthians 2.14, it says, Now thanks be to God, who always leads us in triumph in Christ, and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Now listen, let's read that again. Thanks be to God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, that you lead me in triumph in the righteousness of Christ. And through me, through us, you diffuse, we put out the fragrance of the of, of, of your knowledge of God, the fragrance of Jesus in every place. Do you think Lucifer doesn't want to shut that down? He wants to stop the freedom of spreading the gospel of the fragrance of peace. He wants people to think that they can't do it on their own. He wants us to believe that we need him. We need the government. We need others to do whatever it is because we can't do it. And God's vindication is changing that right now. You know, the angels in heaven and all of heaven have never been more excited because it's coming to a highlight. The world, the thousands of years that have gone by, are all coming to a sharp but exciting end. Jesus is coming back. I don't believe it's right this minute. Oh, but in his world it is because to him, a day is like a thousand years. And <clears throat> so like one minute, if you're in heaven and we go through a year, it might seem like a minute in heaven. That's it. That's So it's in his timing, it's close. It's really close. We're just a few minutes away now for Jesus to come back. But his church is about to prosper. His body is about to demonstrate the righteousness, the peace. And we are about to bring forth the fragrance of Jesus into this earth, all over the earth. And we're doing it now. And we're repositioning right now the whole country and world is about to be repositioned for Jesus because his word is not going to return void. His word was sent into the earth to bring all of us back that want to go to heaven. And um, there's a lot more here to read, but I'm going to, I'm sort of running out of time, so I'm going to jump over to Hebrews 11, one of my favorite, <clears throat> verse 1. Now faith, now faith, is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Are you praying for something that's not seen right now? I hope so, because if you can see it, you already have it. What kind of faith? Now faith. Right now. N-O-W. Now faith. It's the kind of faith that believes now. Right now, I'm believing in a total turnaround of this country in the next three weeks. Now, 
right now. And I dispatch the angels of God to bring a bring that now faith into existence in all of our hearts and minds, so that all of us together, when we ask of the Lord, He hears it and He takes care of it. Now faith is a substance. It is a substance of things hoped for. What are you hoping for? It's the evidence of things not seen. So if you talk in the now, you talk about now, like now, this is done now, then you are living by faith and you are releasing the faith to do the job that God has given you to do. So as we think about what's going on, you've been positioned right now, all of us, somewhere on this earth. And if you're hearing me, it's probably uh, in the country of America. And so we're positioned to do something. You are. are you, there's something for you to do that I can't do. There's something for each one of us to do that only we can do, and we were made to do it. And God wants us to find that one thing. Ask the Holy Spirit. Go into praise. Go into thanking Him. Go into asking the Holy Spirit, what is it, Lord, that you want me to accomplish here in my little corner of the world now, through now faith, right now, in the next two weeks? What is it I can do to make a difference. Show me, Lord. Open my eyes, my hearts, my heart, my mind. And during this Christmas season, as I meet other people and talk to them about your son Jesus, tell me how I can put the fragrance of Christ in their minds, in their hearts. We're out of time. It's always fun to talk about being all in with the Lord. This is a moment in time of history. 2020, a year you will never forget, where you have been called by the Lord. Hopefully, you're responding to that call. You're making the changes He's asked you to make, and He's ready for you. Are you ready for Him? Have a great week. We'll see you again next week on All In. Be blessed. Be joyful. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time.